Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining for joining me for the podcast of the true power from within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So, you know, you know the routine every morning, and you know that I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always trying to be fed in the morning, right? I always want to be fed encouragement. I want to be fed you know, the word of God and, you know, to get my day started, um, the right way. So this morning, um, as I told you guys the other day, I was actually sitting and I was reading, um, out of another one of my grandmother's Bibles the other day. And, um, I had looked back on some notes that I had from a message that I had brought downtown, um, a little while ago. Um, and, you know, it brought me that I had Numbers 11, um, verse 1 on there. And, you know, he, and I felt like God was leading me to back to Numbers 11, right? But we always hear about Numbers chapter 11, uh, chapter 11, verse 1, about the people began to complain. And, you know, it was very displeasing to the Lord. And it's funny to me because, you know, the whole entire chapter starts with that verse, right? Like you don't even have to read the rest of the chapter. Like you already know the people are just complaining, right? They're, they're being ungrateful. They're complaining. And, you know, so I was like, I'm going to, you know, I was reading it the other day and I went back this morning and I reread it. But (coughs) what was so profound to me is how much it relates to us in our life today, right? So we know here, and if you've never read uh, Numbers chapter 11, this is when the, uh, this is when Moses brought the people out of Egypt, right? And um, they, you know, God was bringing, was giving them manna to eat, right? And they began to complain because they didn't have the meat that they wanted to eat, right? Things were not the way they wanted them to, right? But in, um, like in, let me see, what verse is that? It says, so basically, uh, Numbers 11, verse 4 starts, it says, the foreigners that had joined the people of Israel began wanting other things to eat. Soon all the people of Israel began complaining again. The people said, we want to eat meat. We remember the fish that we ate in Egypt. That fish cost us nothing. We also had good vegetables like cucumbers, melons, chives, onions, and garlic. But now we have lost our strength. We never eat anything, only this manna. And it's profound to me... how much this relates to us, excuse me, in this time in our lives. Because, you know, God brings us out of something, right? We're we're praying and we're praying, God, take us out of Egypt, right? Take us out of Egypt. We we are, are enslaved. We are in bondage, right? We are in addiction. We are in prison. We are in pain. We have been through trauma. We have been through all of these things. And we're saying, God, bring us out of Egypt, right? We want to get out. We want to get out of the slavery, right? Mental slavery, mental bondage. We want to get out of this, right? So we're, we're, we're asking God, right? So God brings us out. He brings us out of Egypt and sometimes it doesn't look exactly how we feel like it should look, right? So we, we, we get out of Egypt, we get out of bondage, we get out of slavery, and then God is just feeding us manna. He's giving us just what we need, right? But we begin to complain because what he's given us, we feel like is not enough. Well, God, I gave up that addiction. 
I gave up that, you know, domestic violence relationship. God, I, I gave up, you know, all of this stuff that, that, that I felt like, you know, was displeasing to you. And I'm, and I'm asking you to bring me out and you bring me out, but I feel like I'm in a famine. And, and you begin to complain. And you begin to say, well, you know, when I was in that addiction, right? I didn't have to pay bills, right? I, I just did whatever I wanted to. When I was homeless, I didn't have any responsibilities, right? It was just to survive that day, right? When I was angry, I had a reason not to be vulnerable, And we begin to complain. We begin to say, God, I asked you to bring me out of slavery and to bring me out of bondage. And you you bring me out, but then I feel like you're not doing what you said you were going to do. You're only giving me just enough to get by. You're just feeding me manna. And we begin to complain. And we begin to question, right? And I think this has a lot to do with our mindset right? Because when we were in slavery, okay, when we were in slavery, we were in bondage, we were in Egypt, right? We knew what to expect, right? We could use our anger from all of our pain instead of being vulnerable, right? We could put on this, this, you know, this, put up this wall, right? We could be in our little box of our little comfort zone, right? And we didn't have to worry about anybody, Right? We didn't have to worry about you know, how people thought about us. We didn't have to worry about um, you know, what, we, what we needed because we always got it how we lived, right? That's the saying, right? We just get it how you live, right? So that's, how we, that's what we were used to, right? And we say, God, bring me out of the addiction. God, bring me out of this financial struggle. God, bring me out of this. Bring me out of that. We're begging God, bring me out, bring me out, bring me out. And so he brings you out and he just feeds you manna. I remember when I got out of prison and I went to the halfway house and then I got an apartment, right? God blessed me with an apartment. And it was by no means an apartment where I really wanted to live, but he blessed me with somewhere to live, right? So he was providing the manna. And then he gave me a job, right? And he gave me a job in something that I was never good at doing. Like I could have, I'm not a salesperson, right? But he gave me a job. And I remember I was not that good at it, right? But then the longer I did it and I would, I remember I would complain like, God, what is going on here, right? Then I remember my stuff wasn't getting picked up. So I wasn't getting paid. I was getting, wasn't getting paid on the sales that I made and it was, it was devastating to me because I was like, God, I, I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm doing the best that I can at this job. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying, God, what is happening here? Now my stuff's not getting picked up. Now I'm only going to get, you know, a $200 check this weekend. My rent is coming up and how am I going to manage? And, I'll, you know, and, and we always think back to when we were in Egypt, right? Okay, well, it would be so easy for me to go and make some money. But God said he's brought you out of bondage. He bought you out of slavery. He, he brought you out of those things that you asked him for, right? So now he's providing for you, but to us, it's not enough. 
right? He says, I'm going to feed you and I'm going to clothe you and I'm going to give you everything that you need. But because we feel like he owes us something, right? We, we God, we, we got out of this addiction. God, we were, we're feeding your, your people. Like you said, God, I'm, I, I'm being the best mom that I can. I'm being the best wife. I can. I'm being the best husband. I can. God, I'm doing all of these things, but yet you're not giving me, you're only giving me manna. You're not feeding me what I feel like I need to be fed or what you feel like you deserve to be fed. And we begin to complain. Right? And then as it goes down, he begins to talk about, or they begin to talk about, God says, I'm going to give the people the meat that they're asking for. I'm going to give you what you're asking for. Right? And keep in mind, you know, this is a time where God had brought them out and he's trying to take them to a promised land. He's trying to take them somewhere, right? But it takes 40 years to get them there. And some of them don't even make it. So he, he says, I'm going to provide, right? I'm going to provide all this meat that these people are asking me for. God's going to, God's saying, okay, this, this is what you want. You're going to complain because you want, you want more in your life, right? You're going to complain, right? Because you're not trusting my process, right? You're not believing, you're not having faith and you're not trusting my process, right? I talked about this the other day. We ask for a blessing, but are we ready for the blessing that we're asking for? We're complaining that God's not doing enough, right? It was easier back in Egypt. It was easier when we were in slavery. It was easier, right? But then he brings you out and you complain because he's giving you enough. He's feeding you enough, but yet you're complaining about what you have. And then you say, we should have never left Egypt. And you begin to doubt and you begin to question and you begin to, to have thoughts of going back to where you used to be, right? You, you have thoughts of going back into slavery because that was more comfortable, right? That was more comfortable. You knew what to expect at that point. You knew what to expect from the people that you were dealing with, right? You knew that you could just go out and do whatever you wanted to, and you could get the money that you needed, or you could get the food that you needed, or you could get the cars that you needed, or you can live in that big fancy house, right? Because it was easier. Just like when we go through pain and we go through trauma and we go through all of these things, right? It's more comfortable to stay angry because that's your wall, right? It's the wall. So instead of being vulnerable, we can just be angry because it's easier, right? We just tell ourselves, I'm just going to stay here. Right? I'm going to stay here and I'm going to tell myself all of this stuff about myself. I'm going to complain. I'm going to tell myself, you know, I was better off back then. You know, when I knew what to expect. When I knew that, you know, 
I would be abused, but that's okay because I knew what to expect. It was easier when I saw myself as unworthy. It was easier when I saw myself as less than. It was easier when I hated myself. Because I knew what to expect. And that's what we do. We feel like when God brings us out, we complain like we're in a famine. But when he gave all the people this meat, right? You know what they did? They didn't know how to handle it. In a sense, we're just going to say they didn't know how to handle it. So they were eating and eating and eating and eating, right? God's giving them what they're asking for. And they're eating and eating and eating. And some of them got sick and died. And it relates to us a lot. Because oftentimes we're asking God for that blessing, right? And we're complaining and complaining and complaining. He's like, okay, here's what you're asking me for. And guess what happens? We're not ready to handle it. We're not mentally, physically, or emotionally ready to handle it. So we ruin the blessing that God says I have, that he had for us, right? But it wasn't the time. It was not the right time. So then we see, right? We see in our lives, right? He says, okay, here, here. You know, when I brought you out of slavery, I brought you out of bondage, I brought you out of the addiction, I brought you out of all this stuff, right? And then I'm giving you what you need, but it's not enough. It's not good enough. You want the blessing, right? But you don't want to do the work. You don't want to trust and believe in me. You don't want to have faith. He's like, okay, I'm going to give you what you're asking for. But then when you got to go back and do it all over again, right? Which is what happens to us, right? We begin to complain. We get the blessing. We get a little bit of what we want and we ruin it because we don't know how to handle it, right? So what happens when we ruin it We go right back and we're questioning. We're questioning all the things. Well, God, I did this. I came out of the addiction. I came out of prison. I I, uh, started to be a good mom. I got a good job. I did all of this. I did everything. I pray every day. I read my Bible every day. All this stuff and you're not doing anything. And then you give it to me and and then you take it away. Because you weren't ready for what you were asking for. And today... I want to say something to you. You know, when we get in these moments, right? When we get in these moments where we feel like we're in famine, right? We feel like all that God is doing is is feeding us manna, right? We're not getting the meat that we want. We're not getting the blessings. We're not, you know, our, our finances are not the way that we want them to. Our business is not the way we want them to. We get in back into this self-pity. We start telling ourselves everything that we used to tell ourselves when we were in slavery. We put ourselves right back there again, mentally and emotionally, because we feel like we're not good enough, right? Well, you know, I did this, you know, God brought me out, then he gave me a blessing and then he took it away. I mean, the Bible very clearly says God will give it and he will take it away. 
especially if we're not ready for it. I remember in one of T.D. Jake's sermons one time, he said, he was talking and he said, you know, when my son was 13, if I gave him the keys to the car, right? Because, you know, at that age, teenagers want to drive. They think they know it all. If I would have gave him the keys to the car, he would hurt himself. But as he got older and he's 18, right? He's more mature. He, he knows more. He's been trained to drive, right? He did his driving school or whatever. I can give him the keys, right? And he will be okay now. And it's the same thing with God. He said, I'm going to give you a little. Let's be faithful over the little stuff, right? Be faithful during the moments that you feel like you're in a famine or he's only feeding you manna, right? Be faithful in those moments because in those small moments, when you're faithful, he's going to what? Make you ruler over many. But it's easier to complain. It's easier to talk negative about ourselves. And what's funny is, trust me, what's funny, I'm going to tell you something, okay? This is real talk right here. We will talk to ourselves and say so many bad things to ourselves that if somebody else said that to us, we would fight somebody. I'm guilty. And I want you to think about that today. Think about what God brought you from and what he's telling you that you can have, right? But you've got to be faithful in this season, right? You've got to be faithful. You've got to stop complaining. You've got to trust and you've got to believe. And most importantly, you've got to start to stop talking bad to yourself. You've got to stop talking bad to yourself. You deserve all that God is telling you that you can have. But you've got to be faithful in those seasons when you don't see anything happening. You've got to be faithful in those seasons when you feel like you are in a famine. Because God is preparing you through your obedience and through your faithfulness for your blessing that you've been asking for. But if he gives you the blessing now, when you're not ready, you're going to have to do it all over again. Like you're going to live on a Ferris wheel of life, right? You're going to go to the top and then you're going to go back down to the bottom. You're going to get off and then you want to ride it again. And you got to do the whole thing over again. So get off that Ferris wheel. Get off the Ferris wheel. Stop telling yourself stuff that you would fight somebody else for, telling you, for saying to you. Stop complaining about where you are right now and find the blessings in the moment. Right? And if you, even if you go over to chapter 13 in Numbers, right? So the Lord says, tells Moses to go in, to send some people in to this land, to the promised land, the land that have, you know, has everything that they need, right? Send them in and, and have them check it out, right? Bring us back some fruit of that land. So guess what they do? They go, right? And they bring back these really awesome grapes and they're so tasty, right? And they're so sweet. 
But when they bring them back, even though the grapes are sweet to taste, you know what they say? The people there are too big. How many times does God give you something and you gives you that fruit that you're asking for and then you say, oh no, this, 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 is, this is too big of a challenge for me. It's too big of a challenge. We cannot, we cannot go into that land because those things in that land are too big for us. And then you got Caleb over here and he's like, man, let's, let's take it on. Let's go to war, right? Let's take it. You got to be like Caleb. You got to be like Caleb. And you got to say, God, I don't know what you're doing in this moment in my life, right? I know that you've brought me out of, of Egypt, right? And you've brought me to a place that I need to be faithful in this moment, right? In the wilderness, you've got to be faithful in the wilderness, right? You've got to be faithful when you're only getting a little bit of manna every day. You've got to be faithful, Because God's going to send you into that promised land, right? And he's going to show you all that he can do for you. But you got to get out of the mentality of living in the wilderness, right? Because he's not going to show you that blessing that's small, right? Because you're not asking for a small blessing. We never ask for small blessings. We ask for giant blessings. And he's going to give it to you. But, but the wilderness mentality, the famine mentality, all of these things that we are telling ourselves every day, when he sends you in there to check it out, right? Don't come back out saying, God, that's too big for me. I can't defeat those people. You got to be willing to take on the big job. You got to be willing to take on what you're asking him for. So be grateful for where he brought you from, but pay attention to where you're at because although you don't see it happening, it's in the making. But beware when he sends you in there, when he sends you into that land, that promised land that he's telling you, when he's showing you that blessing, right? You're going to have to be, you're going to have to believe. You can't doubt. You can't say the, you can't say the, oh no, that is too big for me. Because that's what you've been asking for. So you've got to be willing to believe and trust and know that, okay, if God's taken me to this big place and to this blessing and he's got this calling on my life that I feel like is, is so heavy and I don't know how I'm going to ever be able to do it. If he brings you to it, he's going to bring you through it. Right? If he ordained it, he's going to maintain it. But you have to stop living in Egypt mentally and emotionally get out of Egypt stop complaining about what you don't have and let's be grateful for what we do have because what we don't always realize is that there's people out there that we have so much right and there's somebody else out there that has nothing And there's a lot of people out there that would do anything to just have a bed to sleep in. Or they would do anything to feel just a little bit of freedom. Or they would do anything to get out of that addiction. But it's too hard. 
They're in Egypt. It's not their time yet. But you've already got your time. God has already brought you out. He's already brought you to, you know, he's already put you in the wilderness. And now he's trying to bring you to the promised land. But are you willing? Are you willing to take on those things that are in the promised land? Are you willing? Are you ready to get out of the mentality of, I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I used to be an addict. I'm a convicted felon. Get out of that mentality. Because God brought you, God already brought you from that. Right? So now he's got you in that in that mid, mid, uh, medium place, right? He's got you in the wilderness, right? So in the wilderness, are you going to stick with that wilderness mentality or are you going to start thinking bigger? Are you ready for the change? Are you ready to think bigger? Are you ready to take steps that are scary and that you're fearful of and that are uncomfortable? Are you ready to get out of your own head? Are you ready to stop saying things to yourself that you would fight somebody else if they said about you? Are you truly ready for the promised land? So today, I just want to encourage you to be grateful for where you are at this moment. Because although it doesn't look like it's the promised land, you're on your way to the blessing. You just got to be faithful in this very moment. When God is feeding you, when you manna, right? And it's not the steak that you want to eat, right? And that you want to eat every night. Or it's not, you know, or maybe it's you're sick of eating hamburger helper, right? Whatever it is, just be faithful eating that hamburger helper, right? Be faithful eating the hamburger helper. Because God is saying he's going to take you to the steak, Just don't complain about where you are. Just be grateful for where you are because he's brought you out of the slavery. He's brought you out of the bondage. He's brought you out of the addiction. He's brought you out of all of these things. But at this moment, he's waiting on you. He's waiting on you to say, you know what, God? I am so grateful for where I am right now. Let me surrender to you and be open to everything that you're trying to show me. I want to go to the promised land, but I know that there's something more that you have for me right now to learn within this wilderness, right? So, so don't let me be stuck in the wilderness mentality. Let me have the promised land mentality, but let me be faithful while I'm in the wilderness. That's deep because it's hard to be faithful in the wilderness right? It's hard to believe when you're in the wilderness. It's hard when you're eating hamburger helper or red beans every day and cornbread, right? It's hard. But God says, just be faithful in the small things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. So today, I just want you to know to be faithful in this moment of wilderness. Because when God gives you that blessing, he wants you to be ready for it. He wants you to be ready for all that he's about to do in your life. But we've got to get out of that wilderness mentality. We've got to get out of that complaining. We've got to be out of, get out of that being ungrateful for what we already have in this moment and in this season. So today, I just want to encourage you. 
to be faithful in the small things. Because he is going to do something big in your life that you just don't see right now. And you have to be ready for that. So today, walk by faith, not by sight. Because what you're looking at right now may look like the wilderness. But have faith in the small things and believe and know that he is working things for your good. So today, I want to say thank you so much for hopping on here this morning. I truly appreciate the support. If this added value, please share it to your social media pages. Um, or go ahead and tag some people in the comments that need to hear it. And again, I thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I am super grateful for y'all. And uh, have a great day. I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.